0: Hello, John. Hello, Alex. Do you know what I hate? What do you hate? I don't know. Fucking Oxfordians.
1: Ooh. What are you more of a, uh, uh, other British school guy?
0: Yeah. I'm How about that Liverpool, gov?
1: <laughs> yeah. West Ham. I don't yes, know.
0: Yes. Liverpudlians forever. Uh, we watched, uh, Salt, Saltburn? Saltburn. I, I. Want to see Brightburn every fucking time.
1: Yeah, I wish we did watch Brightburn.
0: Uh, Me too. If you think you're getting away, I will prove you wrong.
1: I'll
0: take you all the way, boy, just come along. Hear me when I say, hey. It's a matter on the dance floor, but you better not kill the girl. So let's talk about this movie. Audience at home, we just recorded a Patreon about Mike Flanagan's Fall of the House of Usher, which is very much like this movie, uh, in that it's a bunch of people we don't like doing stupid shit for no particular reason and then just wasted hours of our lives and there's some good acting in it. Yeah. Though this movie looks really cool at times. There's the, some good cinematography. This movie is much yeah. better
1: looking, but it yeah. also uh, thinks it's making a point that it is. absolutely Oh, not it really is good. not. Yeah. No,
0: there is no point to this because
1: yeah. oh, okay. Well, apparently, apparently, the 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 writer director Emerald Fennel uh, at a screening talked about how important this movie was, which is very cool. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: it's been a while since I've been this irritated with a movie because. People talk about this in, in vaulted terms or they hate it. It's a divisive movie and it doesn't deserve either of that. It's not good enough to be enjoyable or, or lauded as a film. And it's not bad enough to be shit on. It is. It reminds me of not in. Remember when um, Wes Anderson kind of got big and then they like, kind of everybody started making Wes Anderson films. Yes. And they, they weren't bad. They were just kind of like, well, this sucks. Like, it's just kind of like this. This isn't worth anything. Like you're just you're aping a style. Right. I'm not saying this is aping a style, but it feels like that. We're just like this. There's, there's no value here. This is just a, this is just a uh, a, a, what's it? A wet fart
1: in the wind. Yeah. Well, she um, Emerald Fennel is a tremendously rich person. Comes from a tremendously wealthy family, like the one being satirized. Yeah. In this film, and really like really good in rice, though. Uh, but is uh. So it's it's aggravating because she thinks she's doing this send-up of rich, of like the wealthy, like this this Bong Joon-ho uh, uh, parasite. Parasite. So yeah, send-up. And instead it's like, you know, the real problem with rich people is that they care too much.
0: I, here's the thing. Is I, I,
1: I disagree with you a little bit there,
0: and that's what she thinks she's saying, but I don't care. Because I, I'd, I'd, there's no point of view in this movie. It is... I'm giving away the ending now. So if anybody doesn't want to do well, that... Well, you know what listening.
1: else gives away the ending? Like, the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: fair enough. That's, I think, why I'm a little less... Because uh, yeah. usually I try to, like, at least hold it to a little bit later in the episode. Um, the end of the movie, it turns out, that this... The guy that we're following the whole movie, he was actually... Uh, he's not he's not uh, uh, malcontent. He's not someone that doesn't fit in. He's not a loner. He's a... He's a Machiavellian thinker that used his brains to take over this, this family and its fortune. So the movie we watched is from the point of view of this guy falling in, quote, love with this handsome aristocratic type, falling to the house, blah, blah, blah. We're watching a real story. And it's not a very effective story. Mm-hmm. So then when the, when the switch happens at the end, which has been telegraphed, like, worse than Mike Flanagan's yeah. fucking Fall of the House of Usher. uh, It's been telegraphed all the whole time. When the switch actually comes about, you're like, oh, so I watched the whole movie that wasn't very good for the big reveal that wasn't very good. Yeah. So it's like, you've got your, like, it's like the one-two punch where, like, the first punch missed by a lot. And then the second one, you forgot to throw. Like, it's like this, this, yeah. this,
1: oh, boy. What is any of this? Um, it's, it's What is any of this, indeed? It's, it's very, very frustrating because it is right out of the gate it's very much like this wants to be like a uh talented mr ripley sort of thing but not really um it just it's it's very muddled in in its in its messaging and like what it's what it's attempting to do i think um and I just uh, yeah I don't it's like none of the characters are interesting and it's not like all every character in a movie has to be like morally approved or it's not good it's just none of these people are interesting yeah the only one that was somewhat Uh. interesting was um, uh, Farley but he got real tiresome real quick I so here's the thing is most of the characters
0: I found interesting in a in in snack size pieces Mm -hmm. with the exception of our lead who i never found interesting and his plot makes zero sense yes so i also i would like to establish with you now and i'm going to keep this in the edit if it works out this way i am fine if this episode is 20 minutes
1: uh-huh. i've
0: never said th- like i if you have a bunch to talk about i'm totally there for you like, yeah. i'm your co-host i'm happy to talk about it but like i don't th- th- i i've active dismissal towards this film mm-hmm. i don't want it in my head anymore but um yeah, I think that's He's, that's
1: sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's post- that's <clears throat> absolutely the the thing of it. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not. I don't have like I. I fucking hate this movie, but I don't have the ire of something like yeah, interstellar yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. I, it's just like, oh fuck you. That's it. Yeah. you know, like I don't. It's like running into it to a TikToker or something on the street, like someone that's trying to interview. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh fuck you, get out of here. So and that's let it. me
0: let me, the 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 plan is now we we watched the movie we know what what Barry Keegan's plan was that he sees this rich guy and he goes he he says okay i'm going to befriend him and then take over his 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 life somehow but beyond that not making sense but we're watching a movie so i can be like okay fine but that involves someone who's charismatic or talks Th- not His plan is, I'm going to put a tack in this guy's bicycle tire. And then, oh, what a nice guy, winning over. Somehow he knows that that's going to produce him being invited to a bar to hang out. Somehow he knows it's going to lead to him being isolated from the group. But that makes him closer to the leader of the group, the the handsome... What's the guy's name? Uh, Felix. Felix, the handsome Felix. None of... It logically doesn't make sense. He's not a charming man in this movie. How can you as a con artist go into something going, you know how I'm gonna win him over? Sit there
1: and look at you. (laughs) Yeah, and hope hope it works out. Well because the the movie it's really annoying because like the movie starts like it's it really sets up that he is going to be you're you're watching the story of this guy who's obsessed with Felix. Felix has clearly died. You're getting that from something has happened to him anyway. You're you're getting that from the opening narration. And did he love it? Did, did I love him? Well, then the movie starts, but like, so you're you're like, okay. So this is awkward guy, kind of obsessed from afar with this, like trying to ingratiate because Oxford, they meet at Oxford and Oxford is not for smart people. Oxford is for rich people to hang out and, and do whatever, which the one, the one other smart person at Oxford is this insufferable guy who's really good at math. Best guy in the movie.
0: I just, that, that, I don't know if it's the director or the actor, but that character, uh, Garvey, Mm -hmm. I forgot his first name is, he he offers uh, Barry Keegan a candy bar and he goes, Oh, you're not going to eat that, right? Takes it back and then bites the candy bar on the horizontal axis, which is the greatest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Now, literally, the movie goes downhill from there, and that's six minutes in.
1: Well, that was, I I couldn't help but think about Conan O'Brien talking about his experience being at, at Harvard versus like what it was depicted i think i think it was on like the the wtf podcast it was uh i think talking about like the social network maybe had come out or something like that but he was like there was like two women and everyone had head colds all the time that was harvard um <laughs> you know it's such but it's a like Conan lie. that's great yeah but like so i think it's supposed to be this sort of satirical thing where like oh look at all this you know this landed gentry these rich kids that just going to be in there and do stuff because they have the names and connections to do so because um It doesn't seem like that Fairly guy who's who's in the tutorial session with um, with Barry Keegan, with Oliver Quick, um, is that good at stuff. But he's smart enough to give cutting remarks, which made me think I had recently watched The Simpsons episode where Barge gets the Chanel dress. And I just kept thinking about like, oh, I hope he didn't take my attempts to destroy him too seriously. Uh, That's all I could think uh, about with that character. The Fairly guy is one of the one of the
0: crux issues with this movie is that he's our introduction to how vapid and it doesn't matter what oxford is like it's not for it's not actually a smart school is what you're saying yeah but he gives cutting insightful yeah. remarks to barry hegan that's a sign of intelligence You can, that, you that you can't have it both ways movie and this movie wants it both ways yeah. like oh look at these vapid idiots except like they go to Saltburn and everybody's like a nuanced character that's like dealing with shit where it's like, that's not who you're supposed to, not
1: everybody, but a lot of them are. Well, uh, we're or like, they're at least benign. <clears throat> they're just like, oh, they're kind of just annoying and a little cringe, I guess. But you know, ultimately they're decent people.
0: Yeah. It, but I mean, there's, they're dealing with a weird life in the best way that they can. Yeah. And they actually seem kind of nice. They're all like relatively pleasant. Rosamund people.
1: Park <clears throat> is fantastic. Uh, I, am Pike, su- sorry.
0: I, am, I am such a fan of her, and it's weird because I'm going to give you the list of things I know her from. Uh-huh. Doom with The Rock uh-huh. and Amazon's Wheel of Time. Okay. But now, like, Doom I, was
1: going to be my first guess.
0: I really, I don't know if you're kidding because you know me well enough that that may have actually been your first guess. <laughs> um, Because I know she was in, what, like Million Dollar Baby or like some one of those movies around that time. Um, John English Reborn? Yes. I are her, her and Mr. Bean's uh interactions are are crisp. Rowan yeah. Atkinson,
1: is that his real name? That is actually uh, Rowan Atkinson,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's his other character that saw Mr. Bean is well, that she, he's a she's she a spy. In, yeah. She was
1: in Gone Girl. Gone Girl, that's I haven't, one of I've, I've been, never yeah. seen it. But like I have another. Yeah. Like look, I, I, looking at the list, I'm like, surely there's someone surely I know her from something. And um I, I don't. I've never no, you seen don't. her in anything. <laughs> but I like her face a lot. Mm-hmm. And
0: not in a, I don't mean that in like a creepy, I'm attracted to her way. I mean that in a, an actor way. Like the, she's an actress in the, like you're interesting to watch. Like the, the pure form <laughs> Same of thing with Richard E. Grant.
1: Like yeah. I like well, watching his face go,
0: but Richard E. Grant is like the best guy ever. I, I, I adore like him. him. He's hilarious in interviews. Um, I don't, did you watch Loki? No. Uh, he plays old Loki on the show. Oh, that's and good casting. Him. It's him dressed up in the old seventies thing, like like green oh, spandex. Yeah, yeah, I saw a still of that. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid and wonderful, and he does it like you. It couldn't be more perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy's delightful.
1: Now I fell I fell in love with him when I saw him in as a kid. Saw him in Warlock with Julian. Oh Sands. fuck yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I love um, Warlock. But
0: but the, oh so know
1: oh, but going back to him, this is the problem
0: with the 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 rich people at Saltburn is they're all kind of likable in a way like like uh uh. V name Violetta um, Uh Vendetta Vendetta yeah, yeah V is for Vendetta uh, Natalie Portman um, Venetia Ven- whatever Venetia there you are. yeah
1: Venetia.
0: Um, she's struggling within like an eating disorder and like she seems to have interiority that's not that's not what you're supposed to be doing here movie like you're doing it wrong like this is this is yeah. so
1: stupid well, I mean then, that's like, that's you, my point where it's like it's that the real problem is is that these these lesser thans are conniving their way into and that we're just too open and nice that, that this we let this happen. We need to be more on our guard, rich people. See,
0: I no, I, I didn't read it that way. I read it as like, well, I read it that they're trying to get across that the rich people are kind of stupid and naive or whatever. But like, but she's like, these are all people that have, are like dealing with trauma response. Like this isn't you. They It actually reminded me of. Oh, this is going to be a hard one. Um, Two old ladies that might be related to the Kennedys and there's a documentary about them from the 70s. uh,
1: Oh, Doom. Doom. (laughs) No, it's Grey Gardens.
0: Grey Gardens. It had a Grey Gardens thing to me where it's like, they're kind of lovable. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. like a there's like a there's like a char- charisma which doesn't work for the story that eventually gets told where it's like oh no i'm actually a machiavellian guy that took over it's like you destroyed pleasant people like yeah. for no re- like yeah it's not yeah they were born with money that's not a that's not an offense to be murdered over like i get eat the rich but like at least
1: give them a chance first well i mean eat the rich but it's also like acknowledge that part of it but they don't they just show them it's these nice lovable people
0: yeah, and the, the shittiest guy there is Farley, who's, like, he comes, he doesn't come for money. Like, so it's like, oh, you mean the people that they're giving, like, charity to for no reason at all and they're yeah. not getting anything from it? Oh, yeah, what shitheads? It's just, yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's, n- this movie has no point of view. It is really frustrating to you.
1: Yeah. Me. It, well, and it's aggravating because it thinks it does. If it, if it was just as, like, nihilistic, it was just shitty and nihilistic that, like, everyone sucks and this world is, is a pole and fuck you. I would love I that. would respect that more than what yeah. I got than this sort of mealy mouth nihilism. Um but uh quick aside, I also love in that tutorial session with him in Farley, the professor is Reese Shearsmith, who is an actor I, I love immensely. He's wonderful in um uh Field in England, a uh, field in England and then is part of the uh, uh League of Gentlemen, I think it is the this like oh, weird yeah. comedy series. Yeah. Just just a great comedic actor and um so uh, always nice to see him. And you get a little tell about Barry Keegan's kind of situation because when Farley is like, oh, yeah, no, my mom went to this school um, and Reese Shearsmith is like, oh, I knew her. It's like, oh, should I say all you said? Hi. It's like, no, no, no. I just I viewed her from afar. And it's very awkward. And Reese and Shearsmith sells it like it's really great how he yep. how he puts together. But it's supposed to be this sort of tell of like, oh, that's going to be like Barry Keegan, which Barry Keegan is, I I haven't seen a ton of stuff Barry Keegan's been in, but it's, it's always like, if I don't like a thing he's in, I fucking hate it. Mm. It's, it's, there's never like, yeah, it's okay. It's always like, you are a weirdo in it and I don't like it. Like, uh, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, do not like that movie. And he was a weird little creep in it. Um, and, but like, same thing. So uh, it's very interesting. Like, I think he's a decent enough actor. And I and I've seen him in stuff I I've liked him in, but uh, this is this definitely falls into the latter category. I, I nice butt though, so way to go, Barry. He's cute. got
0: a nice butt, great dick. Uh, way too hairy. Uh, that bothered me. He's a very hairy legs. Yeah, that that kind of grossed me out. Uh, no no offense to the hair suit out there, it's just I find you gross because you know in your face the fucking semi asexual guy thinks you're gross. <laughs> ah, that'll take you down a peg. Yeah, uh, I'm
1: perfectly smooth. What are you gonna do about it?
0: I am. I'm like a Ken doll down there. Uh, <laughs> I chopped it all off. <laughs> I realized I wasn't going to use it anymore. Um, he is. Har- he, he's inscrutable in this because his character doesn't make sense. But also, he's not. He's his character is also not written very well, and he's not doing much with it. So there's a lot of. I. I can't. I like. I don't think he. I don't think anybody has the ability to be good or bad in that role. It's mm-hmm. just. It's just a role. Like there's no. Like, because the the parts that he, like, emotes, he doesn't do a very good job because you buy that he's emoting. Because he's not emoting. He's lying. Like, he cries about his dad dying. That's But, like, he does a good enough job as an actor that you're like, oh, I buy it that his dad just died. But that's bullshit. Unless you want me to believe that Oliver is a good enough actor... To trick me, which that makes there's no backing to that, though he was good at dancing. So maybe he's got like a theater background that I don't know about. Could be.
1: Um, And if they like and I think that that last little addendum at the end, um, that little epilogue. Fucks everything up Uh, like if it didn't have that, I might not be as irritated, but I still wouldn't like the movie. But because it's like, no, I've planned this all from the start. and You get all these stupid flashbacks that just like, oh, he was actually doing this. I'm like, what? You're saying the epilogue starting from
0: the reveal that he's been talking to Rosamund Pike when she's in the bed. Basically from what? Yeah. When he meets Rosamund Pike in the the
1: cafe or whatever. Because here's the thing is
0: there was a there was a way to make this movie much more tolerable. And I thought they were going to do it. And I was going to be like oh, that's a cool ending, it's too obvious, and I was going to be slightly annoyed by the obviousness. The end of the movie, he's dancing naked, you hear a gunshot, he falls to the ground, the creepy butler shot him in the head, because yeah. he obviously knew what was happening. Dark, bleak, makes sense for the movie, you think this guy outsmarted everyone, but he's like, well, no, actually, this whole strata thing is you didn't look at the butler, because you're, you're, you're the same right. strata-seeking asshole. And that would have given this movie a, a direction, and and it would have it would have raised it thirty points in my esteem, which would bring it to thirty seven points.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, otherwise, you're just you're you're you know he upset the natural order of things, and that's that's bad.
0: And I also just why are you dancing in the house? I just I, I it's fine. I well, just, because
1: I I think this movie this movie is very interested in shock value, which um I, I think is is irritating for this. Um, like there's a scene where he watches when he's when he he gets invited. He, his character after kind of ingratiating himself with um with Felix at at Oxford, uh gets allegedly gets a phone call from his mom that his dad died. And then Felix feels bad for him, is like, hey, why don't you come spend the summer with me? And He gives him this whole story about how his parents are addicts and he doesn't want to go home. And so Felix said, Why don't you come to my family home, Saltburn? Which if if I've I've never lived anywhere that had a name. Like if you're living somewhere that has like our ranches called uh I'm, i remember your old apartment the casa del fuck i remember that the, place yeah this, well. yeah. <laughs> yeah i really uh, yeah they they changed the name pretty quickly <laughs> after yeah. i moved in but the you know i i so already you could tell you know super super rich and he goes to the to spend the the summer with with them at saltburn it's there that i, I, I got distracted by casa del fuck no i can't think of where it <laughs> That's but um so it's there that a lot of this stuff happens that he meets the, the, the very rich people, whatever. And he's there's a, he and um, Felix have adjoining rooms joined together by this bathroom. And one night he watches Felix Ugh. masturbate in the tub. And then as the tub is almost done draining, he goes in there and like drinks the water and it's close up of it. And it's like, OK, movie, I get OK. Like, but that's
0: but, but that makes it extra annoying because yes. he's not actually doing that. There's, he's right. performing to no one. He's performing to the camera. Well, I think there's the no idea is there, that though. he's
1: supposed to be like, "Oh no," but he did actually love him. It's it's complicated. It wants to do this talented Mr. Ripley thing that just the, oh, the that, character that, doesn't. There's no there there for that. You know what I mean? That idea like, sucks, Dick. That's stupid. the the thing with the talented Mr. Ripley is, is is it's not even a movie I haven't seen in years, but I did not enjoy it when I first saw it. Is it like it's Matt Damon talking to you about it? It's not like, yeah. It's not like you're, you're, he's not as completely a cipher. He's telling you more than he's giving, you know, by trying to not tell you something, he's giving you everything. But, um, yeah, so these moments are like when he's fucking the grave after, after Philly's, okay. it's like, come on, movie. Let's, what are we doing here? No, 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 what okay. is any of this? Here's the thing though.
0: You and I both listen to Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a character on a podcast called Comedy Bang Bang called Dalton Wilcox, the, the poet oh, lower yeah. of the West. And all of his poems involve him digging a hole in the ground, filling it with water, and fucking the ground. That's and
1: right. that's the way cowboys do it.
0: And there's nothing about that scene that didn't make me laugh thinking about Andy Daly God, as God, that, that would have brought me joy. That
1: would have been a, a spot it's of joy. It's the I only thing,
0: because that it makes no sense. Other than, I mean, fuck this fucking movie. When they get to the house, there's another part that I forgot about. So here's the things that I like about this movie. Everything Rosman Pike says, She's mm-hmm. hilarious in it. Like when she goes, "I used to be a lesbian, but it was far too wet." The best thing about that <laughs> is they're so
1: dry. It's so it's, dry. It's... Or like her whole conversation when we're first introduced to her, her whole conversation with poor Pamela, which I think is what poor, like I think her character's name is like poor little poor Pamela, Pamela. yeah, like that, yeah. Uh, played by um, Carrie Mulligan, uh, who's I, I also like her kind of ding batty performance. No, she's great. This. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but just like the, the way they, their way they're just sort of gossiping so to each other it was hilarious. That was the other thing. The, the, the
0: Pamela stuff I really liked, um, not, not that I, I shouldn't say I liked, I liked the performance and it like, there was something there. And Rosamund Pike doing the when she finds out that uh all, well she finds out that Oliver's parents are addicted. She's like, I lost so many friends to addiction, so many dear dear friends that like yeah. that just vapid, you know, that somebody oh i you know somebody that you met three times at a party and now you're like trying to get trying to get like uh, some kind of like sympathy out of them dying thing. I know so many people like that, and she I don't know, just she knocked it out of the park in in what is a terrible movie. Let's stop yes. being let, yeah yeah. I did uh, I, like the discussion about whether or not Ron, Harry, and Hermione had three ways though.
1: I'm sure you did. I was actually going to text you, be like, you know what, I don't when when I realized I didn't know how much this was going to take place at Oxford, and so I was going to be like, I don't want to hear about Hogwarts. Let's just not. I'm they just brought set up that rule. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. But then they actually brought up the movie, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that. That's another thing. So, like their treatment of poor Pamela, which I also like The the thing where they're at dinner and and she's like, "Well, he was a Russian oligarch, and like all his business partners started falling <laughs> yes. out of windows." <laughs> that was hilarious. And yeah. I didn't know the Russian word for whore. I thought he was being poetic. Yeah. Um. But th- that's like, the kind so of gray it, garden stuff to, for me. That yeah, kind we're of like play yeah, on the yeah. kind of like comedy of manners, like yeah, he's uh, out of his depth and like these stupid, op- you know, like I gotta wear a tux to dinner with you people. Um. That was kind of interesting, but um. They didn't go. They didn't do enough with that, yeah. Um, to to have that, I, I think, to be to to land in any sort of meaningful way. The the whole time, he's still longing for Felix, and Felix generally like seems like a nice guy. He's a, he's a dick at Oxford in a couple of ways. He seems like he's pushing uh, Ollie away a couple of times, which fine. Um, that made sense at the time why he was doing that. Um, but like at one point, he takes him to meet his parents because he thinks it's it'd be the nice like. He's like you're we, like I looked up your mom, and, you know I found your mom's address. I'm gonna take you to meet your mom. Yeah, Felix is genuinely a good guy. Yeah, and uh, it turns out that when they meet his parents, that none of what he said is true. His dad's still alive. They're like middle class people, and he's got sisters, and it's fine. Yeah.
0: I just, uh, it's just the the how nice Felix is goes against the whole premise of the film, really. It just, and it, not, it could work if they made the movie darker, but they didn't. They just, because yeah. I, I made the note, what is the tone of this film about six times over the course of it? Because mm-hmm. there's no, there's no tone. It's like, okay, if you want to paint the rich people's as assholes, cool. I'm there for it, but you're not. If you want to paint them as like funny, you're not going funny enough in the dark stuff, other than some of Roseman Pike's lines. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, yeah, there's no point of view. I, sorry, I keep going back to it. It's just, no, because it's no true. point of it's, view in this.
1: It doesn't say anything. Yeah. It doesn't, like, it, It best, it's, uh, to me, at best, it says, like, don't let poor people ingratiate themselves to you because they will kill you. Yeah. So the most of the movie is just him ingratiating himself. Oh, by the and- way,
0: uh, sorry, I'm interrupting your thought that I edited last episode mm-hmm. and we did a lot of assaults and we went long so I edited like a whole shitload out and I missed some stuff and I unfortunately I missed a part where uh, Sturge uh, showed up and like made a couple noises three different people approached me saying how cute it was the cat was on the show and that is more response than we've had on anything in the history of this fucking show (laughs) because your cat made a noise and I mean I'm fine with it but it's just (laughs) is that really is is that the secret I just John's Mm -hmm. cat should talk every now and again
1: it's more interesting than what I have to say. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know about that. I'm, I'm, well, about
1: I mean, I guess it'd be it's just as insightful as anything else about Saltburn. I guess. Yeah,
0: about Saltburn. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, I would.
1: I would. Can you get Sturge and Samurai in there and, yeah. and to see if they could? Like, I'm more upset because he's been on a few episodes. You can. There's been somewhere you you can hear him in the background. Um, oh, is that true? Yeah, and I like I, I deliberately left him in because he's my cat and he's adorable and everyone should love him.
0: I think I may have left out us mentioning it because uh, there was uh, uh, they uh, stir showed up a few times and I know I cut out a few of them and I think I just missed one because yeah it, we That's went so like funny. we went like an hour 30 or something like that I'm just like oh my god I'm so tired of editing this shit yeah. It's, yeah sorry no I'm not sorry we need to fill out this episode so I'm glad we talked about this, <laughs> we filled this I, out. I, I I I, it's so rare that I don't like a movie this much where it's even hating a movie is more interesting it just I just don't like this it just
1: yeah it's it's it does not need to be as long as it is, also. Um, I'll, oh, I'll hell that. yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I thought this, like, if this was like a quick 90, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. But I did a thing where I, I'm i just admitting to how dumb I am. Sometimes I'll read an hour and 30 minutes as an hour and a half. Or, sorry, sometimes I'll read uh, 120 one, minutes 100, yeah. as an hour and a half. Yeah. My brain just does some kind of fucked up thing. In. And I was like, oh, cool, hour and a half. And yeah. then I kind of I paused at one point and went, oh. Oh yeah. no. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is going on for a while. Um I I mean man what
1: what else do uh, rich people like to party and then they give cutting remarks to to each other. No one really loves anyone. So uh, Oh, end.
0: I have an insightful thing that four people in the audience will know. Mm-hmm. There's this big party for Ollie's birthday. Because these rich people that deserve to die were took in an orphan and gave him a multi-million dollar party. What shitheads. And he is there with like these horns Mm -hmm. on and he's got like kind of hair. Uh, I wonder if I can... Hold on. So there is an episode of House MD where uh, his friend Dr. Wilson... Oh, here we go. Oh, perfect. Okay. I'm going to send this to you. He was in a, a student film in in college Mm -hmm. that later they edited in hardcore porno into it and then so house found out and put up all these posters around the around the uh, hospital i vaguely remember that so this is what he looks like in in that
1: oh that's funny that is very funny. so. He's
0: a puffy-haired guy with a yeah. similar jaw as as Barry Keegan, with with animal horns in the middle. Yeah. of... And all I thought about this entire time is, oh, that episode of House with the, uh, with the, the Doctor Wilson pleasures. in a pornography movie. <laughs> Again, this is how much I cared about this fucking movie. I'm making yeah. reference to an episode of yeah. House from twenty whatever years ago.
1: Um, yeah, uh, it's it's hard because I just don't care about this movie. Um, yeah, normally I, I so wouldn't I, bring that up, but I'm just I'm going no.
0: through my notes of going. Uh, Dr. Wilson, the porno. John might find that funny. Yeah, um, no,
1: I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, so they end up having having a party for him. Um, and Felix at this point has found out that, that Oliver has been lying to him because his family is not dead or whatever. And so he's like, fuck you. I don't want anything to do with you. Um, Oliver, very drunken, goes and has a conversation with him. He's already dispatched so many people to this point. Like, he's gotten Farley out of the house uh, by setting him up to... Um, probably tried to humiliate him at a karaoke thing and then he
0: Oh wait let me stop you there on yeah. that point. I don't understand what that humili humiliation at the what what was being humiliated there. I didn't I because didn't follow was, it at all. He was
1: singing the pet shop this pet shop boy song about okay. how I just like you for your money pay my rent.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't it's, that that didn't I mean I guess I get that, but that doesn't feel
1: humiliating enough to even warrant well, it, a scene. It, it also feels like, w- were these, would these people be smart enough to even get that's that? That's what I mean. Like that's not, yeah. that's you've that's... presented them as pretty vapid morons. So, okay. But Barry, but Barry Keegan knows. So yeah. So he um ends up sort of sexually assaulting. <laughs> like he wakes fairly up in the middle of the night, like, uh like giving him a hand job. And is like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, you're not going to do that to me again. You're going to behave. So it's like baby oh I'm coming on to you. And then in the middle of the night he uh sets up Farley for stealing some stuff.
0: Yeah, some me. kind of like fancy plates I think it Yeah.
1: That um but so so but at this point yeah, Jacob wants I'm oh, sorry, uh uh Felix wants nothing to do with him. And he goes and tries to have some heartfelt talk with with him about, you know, like oh but I love you um you know, you you mean everything to me. And Felix rebuffs him. And the next morning, he wakes up to discover Felix is dead. So this is some of the best acting
0: in in the movie. Richard E. Grant, in that English, I can't show emotions way. Mm Mm-hmm. Saying we need to warm him up. All we need to do is bring him inside and warm him up. Actually, like, hit me pretty hard. Like, because Richard E. Grant, very good actor. And he made that scene work really well for me. And it almost annoys me because I don't want to like any part of this movie. But
1: I think Richard E. Grant, I'm allowed to. Well, there's a a certain part where I think it's maybe it's. Someone talks about, like, I, like, we have too much of your American emotions. I don't need them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like. yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, them just, like, trying to, like, stuff it down, stuff upper lip and all that was, was, was pretty good. But it's pretty obvious from, like, yeah, okay, so that was, so, um, Oliver killed him. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Very. No question yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They and, cut away in such
0: a way that it's so fucking obvious. Like it's. There's no subtlety in this. Yeah. Sorry.
1: I just. I, I, yeah. No. There's not. Yeah. There's. There's. There's not. I made a joke about that on on Facebook. The Garth Marenghi. I've, I know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards. But you know what? That was actually in reference to Fall the House of Usher. But it still works for this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. Which is a is a decide. Reading uh Matthew Holness's Terror Tome, which is a book written as Garth Marenghi, You just totally get Gareth. the sense uh uh No, it's Garth. I thought it was Gareth. Nope, it's Garth Marenghi. Okay, good thing I'm editing this one. Um <laughs> uh, But he it, you you clearly there are times where you get the sense like, oh, Garth is writing in a way that he's paid for the word. Is it really and Garth? It's really it's no Garth keep Merenghi. keep talking. Sorry, that's just but, like um, but there were just parts in How Fall the House of Usher that I'm like, oh, Mark Mark Flanagan gets paid by the word. That's what's happening here. He's just patting this out. And it just feels very obvious. Yeah. But pointless aside, so you can cut all that. Uh, nah, but, I tend, you know, that
0: I tend to leave the stuff that like, especially if I've made an ass out of myself and then say, I'm going to cut this. I usually leave it, especially in this episode where I, I'm kind of done talking we, about this movie. Yeah, and we're we only need, at we 35 minutes in. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll just go back to talking about House of Usher.
0: Uh, yeah, we could dunk on that some more cuz that sucked as much as this.
1: Yeah, so then so then eventually like the family it is is upset v- uh Venetia, who's who's Oliver already kind of had a fling with some sort like I did she's... like that scene where
0: he sees her outside uh in like a see-through negligee or whatever. Yeah. And he like he fingers her while while uh she's on her period and then like puts her fingers in her mouth and like rubs it like not that I, not, like I like that scene. It's just like that scene was like it
1: was a real scene like it, like something well, it, happened it, that was interesting it sparked interest like yeah, okay yeah. so wait this guy might not be what he seems but yeah. then it you didn't care after that also there's um, sorry that
0: just reminded me of a, another funny line where uh, when felix is first showing him around the house he's like well that's uh, 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 henry the uh, 6 cabinet uh, that's where i accidentally fingered my cousin <laughs> right, funny line. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: but there's uh, uh, they have a discussion she kind of calls him out as being you know a shithead and ends up killing herself in the bathtub, and then uh, the well, dad of the family. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess, I guess technically she killed herself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the Richard E Grant is eventually to Oliver like, hey, why don't you leave? Why don't I give you a bunch of money to just get the fuck out of here? Yeah, we don't, we don't want you here anymore. How much money do you think he got? I don't know. I, mean, I guess a, a, a good amount. I was trying really to figure that amount.
0: out because I'm like, you know, they're like super rich. So is it like a? Are we talking five hundred thousand? are we talking a mill like what what uh
1: i i i i would bet i mean definitely six digits is is my thought oh you think it's it six I digits okay, like, right. i i would probably say the you know five or above but, okay. um um i thought about but, that a lot
0: more than i should cuz
1: again yeah. this movie is stupid and i wanted to think about something i find interesting and then then years you know sometime later it's actually many many years later um he uh reads about james dying uh, um reads about Richard E. Grant dying and like run happens to run into Rosamund Pike at a cafe or something. And she's like, Oh my God, look at you. You're all grown up. That's amazing. And they like, I always felt so bad about what happened to you. Cause I really liked you. And then it turns out. Sorry. Before the big reveal. Sorry. We've already talked about the big reveal, but yeah,
0: I'm oh, sorry. Before the next thing that you're going to say, cause I, I need to understand this as, as a, as a watcher of the film at this point of the movie. Does the filmmaker still think that we believe Ollie to be innocent? Because it seemed really that's obvious a, that, that he moved there to find her. There's no way they actually ran into each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I, I'm gonna say yes, she does. Oh, that's upsetting. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, because yeah, there's there's no way. Um like, because like there's no but there's no other explanation for why you would show that otherwise. You know what I mean? Like to be like, aha, but if we already knew anyway. So she, she, she thinks that, because, because it turns out that, yeah, that he ingratiates to herself, himself to her moves in, takes care of her. She's like old and old enough or dying or something on a, on a respirator. And he's, he explains all his crimes to her and how he, he loved Ollie or he loved Felix, but he also really hated him. Um, and that, that you rich people, you are apex predators and you don't have anyone after you except for me. Ha ha ha. And pulls out her feeding tube, which you, there's any number of ways you could have killed that person without, you know, removing the feeding tube is pretty obvious.
0: So there's, there's a number of things happening in the scene that, that bother me. One, I forget that I was so dumb with this movie. So if they show it, I'm sorry. He, he put her on the respirator. He like poisoned her or something. Sure. I, I yeah. Oh, that wasn't in the montage of him killing people. Okay. Uh, I, I was so dumb with this fucking movie, too. Again, I want this movie to be darker. I'm never a person that recommends sugar a, 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 a alert people, that uh, a sexual assault. Don't find them good in movies. But this movie would lead to him raping her on the bed and making this movie dark and fucked up. And he yeah. pulls the cheats down and then just pulls the feeding tube out. So one, missed opportunity to make this movie have a point of like, oh, this guy's a dark, incredibly fucked up thing and make it something remember- memorable Two, um, feeding tubes are really hard to put back in. And it'd be super obvious that she was murdered yeah. if you yes. threw it on the ground. Like you could just like, once you unplugged it, that's, and then you wait for her to die and then plug it back in. Uh, why did you pull the, the sheets off? I'm not recommending it. It's just like, why did you do this? Like why, yeah. as a filmmaker, why did you do this? This is, this is directionless bullshit.
1: But it reveals, but in this, in this montage, it reveals how this, this whole time he'd planned on it. Like he'd put the, he had met, he'd set up the, the, the meet cute with Felix by, as you mentioned, putting the pin in the tire. At first, it just seemed like he happened upon him. I put a pin in the tire when he uh, couldn't afford drinks at the bar. He had a bunch of money. But he just faked it so that Felix would buy drinks and all this sort of stuff. And then, yeah, when he meets her at the cafe, he's on the laptop. and He's just typing nonsense because he was just waiting. to, Yeah, I kind of f- picked that up. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. And, it, and it ends with this, like a single tracking shot of him naked dancing around the house because it's his now. And yeah, great. Great. You really right?
0: told a story here. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. But that's why I wanted the butler to shoot him in the head because at least it would be dark. Like at least there'd be at least a story would have been told like just, just this is nothing this is this is that episode of Rick and Morty where they keep going oh no but I was actually did this where they the, they steal everything episode where they're, they're putting a gang together. Oh, I'm yeah. in it, you son of a bitch. It's that thing where at the end, you're just like, yeah. oh no, but that thing you thought was this thing, but it's actually this. It was like, yeah, that's really easy. What you did was make a shitty movie and then at the end go,
1: well, some of the things you thought were true, in fact, weren't he? Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Well, or it's also lady. like that That concept is interesting where it's like, you're a butler. Like the, the ongoing relationship this guy would have with that butler of like, okay, well, I know you're a piece of shit. You murdered people. But, like, due to the class striations or whatever, my role is to just accept it. Do I go above that? Or, you know, I, there's stuff to play with there. Yeah. But, no, that, that'd be interesting. Instead, they don't. do yeah. want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, it's more just important to see um, him dance around the thing. And there was, a, yeah. there was, I guess, there was a trend on, a trend, but there were several people on TikTok that rich kids, like, filming themselves, like, running and dancing through their mansions. Ugh. And, yeah. I, I have nothing else. To say. I, this
0: movie sucked. I yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I really I, I don't yeah. understand
1: like other other than anything uh, uh, related to like the cinematography and like, cinematography like, the, the perfor- nice. the, like yeah. some of the performances are fun, but like very like I don't care beyond, you know, yeah. outside I, like outside of this movie, not a big deal. Any praise this movie got, I don't understand. And I from what I from from what I glean, her previous work, uh, Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan suffers from a, a similar thing where it's like you're actually undercutting your own point and it becomes this mealy mouth thing that's kind of shitty so apparently this is what emerald fennel does and um i highly recommend looking up and uh walter chaw's review uh of this movie uh no i'm sorry walter chow if i'm saying that correctly uh but like at one point he brings up like think of think of what like boots riley would would do with this like like the, this kind of, like, the satire that could be made and how come he doesn't get the, to make those kind of movies but Emerald Fennel does? Because, like, she makes these movies where, like, yeah, this rich people, they're all they're all right. Because I always wonder about that because you have, you know, these studio heads, the people that greenlight everything, are, you know, super rich people. Yeah. And so, you know, is there a certain amount of um we'll make sure that we're you know th- there's some good ones too because that's me i'm one of the good ones yeah uh in, in there as well like oh it's because i was thinking about uh, i randomly earlier this month got mad at glass onion again uh <laughs> and and i was thinking about that like about like how like oh it's a billionaire being mean to millionaires and if you know if there was some pressure because i'm sure ryan johnson's has millionaire friends and they're like yeah but we're we're we earned it the cool way and it's good
0: yeah my my so, my thing is it's a terrible script is my issue. because yes. there's some really like the like plotted script, I should say, because there's some really good dialogue that goes nowhere. like there's some really witty, fun stuff that happens. And the cinematography is really cool. Like they do a lot of those cool shots, which I'm a sucker for because I went to, you know, I took like photography courses in school. So I know this is Mm -hmm. important that you do like the, you take, you know, you photograph the upside down reverse on a table reflection and then you pan up to see the actual. Like they're doing like, they're doing artsy shit and not in like a dumb way. Like it looks nice. It's shot well. It's just the, the, the fucking story isn't there. It's just, there's, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, This is a nothing. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's very telegraphed and like it tries to do shocking stuff to make it seem like it's not telegraphed. And it just, it all seems very, very empty. It's real hollow. Uh, which is funny. Like, I, uh, there's an a online game I like to play, moviegrid.io. And so you get, I, I may have talked about this on the show before. Maybe I was just talking to you about it, where on one side you have. Uh, it's like a grid of nine squares. Oh yeah, I tried to play this yeah. usually on like on one side. It's like actors' names. Yeah, there was one where it was uh, Jacob. This was before I'd seen the movie, it was one of the names was Jacob Elordi, who plays Felix in this. And I had at the time had no idea who he was. And like you can click on the name and it'll show you a picture of the person, and that did not help at all. Yeah, <laughs> I have n- I still I have no idea what else this guy has been in, but apparently enough to be in this in this movie. But he was uh, he's fine, handsome. I was not expecting him to be so tall. When I saw the face, I was not expecting him to be a very tall man, but. Which Not one? like short, but the, the guy that was Felix, because he's extremely tall. Oh, is he? I was just oh, okay. trying to be, yeah, a regular sized dude, but he's tall.
0: Yeah. Um fuck this movie, don't watch it. Uh they're, they're, they're... yeah. Uh you got anything to recommend? You watch anything recently that you like we we you enjoyed
1: enough to tell people about? Well, I, I've recommended on the show before, but I, I kicked off the new year watching one of my favorite movies, Stalker, the uh, uh slow Andre Tarkovsky movie. Oh yeah, Stalker's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that one. And then um Criterion this month it has uh, a bunch of uh, cat films, some more centered on cats and some sort of like tangentially, like the incredible shrinking man is on there. And there's yeah. a scene where he has to fight a giant cat or, you know, he's small. It's a regular sized cat. But we watched this one called rhubarb about a cat that like a crazy billionaire um, leaves his fortune to and ends up running a baseball team. It's, <laughs> wow. it's real stupid, but like, it's just odd. And I, I just, it's it's weird, and I really enjoyed watching it.
0: Question for you, is Breakfast at Tiffany's on that list?
1: Uh, Good question. I
0: think so. I'm not yeah, sure. because she has a cat named Cat, which has stuck with me since I saw that when I was, you know, seven
1: or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you have a particular problem where you or someone you love is watching Jack Reacher, the new Jack Reacher show, and um, you don't want them to anymore, I highly recommend Dark Web, uh, Cic- Cicada three three oh one uh which is a movie co-written and directed by the guy who plays jack reacher and uh alan richardson alan alan richardson yeah and um it's awful that's weird because that's
0: that's a real thing that happened a few years ago i remember that yes it
1: it plays off that ron funchess is in it oh really oh nice yeah um and it is like it's a movie that was that came out in 2021 but was clearly like meant to come out in 2002. Like it's very much like the kind of jokes and stereotypes that are in there. It's like, wow, they still make these kind of movies, huh? So I can't, I've heard Reacher's fun, but I can't watch it now because I'm just going to associate that guy with this movie.
0: I watched the first season. I really enjoyed it. Actually, it's super good. Um, That guy, and he's actually been a whiff on me. He played Hawkman on Gotham. Um, or one of the one uh, uh, who cares? One of those shows, and I didn't like him, and he was in something else. I didn't like it, but like he's so fucking lovable and charismatic in the first season. of Reacher, I didn't watch the second one yet, but I've I've yeah. heard
1: I've heard nothing, but I've heard it's just so much fun. Like it's a it dad is. show. It's so much fun. No, no, but no, no, I just no. like. Like you get yeah. you
0: like literally if you watch all of Reacher season one, they send you a pair of new balance. Like it's <laughs> it is it is such a dad show, but it's Man, so, I, so enjoyable. I, I wore new balance a lot, but
1: twice. <laughs> yeah. I guess I was born old. That's yeah. fine.
0: So my recommendations are <laughs> have I on the show brought up Pluto? Uh you did last time. Shit. Uh, Which I've been
1: I've I've been reading the uh, the comic of that and, and enjoying oh, no. it immensely.
0: Uh well I'll tell you the other things I've been watching. Uh, I just watched all of Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is Dragon Ball Z without, like, like 70% of the filler cut out. So, it's, like, it's somewhat of a watchable show. So,
1: it's not just sit, hanging around waiting for Goku?
0: I mean, the, the, you know, most of the plot is. But, like, instead of them powering up for three episodes, they power up for, like, half of one.
1: So, mm-hmm. like, really,
0: uh, so it's like, oh, you know, remind me. So, I went back, I've been watching the original Dragon Ball, uh, which is delightful. Like, you have to turn off, like when 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 Goku's the
1: got the tail, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A little guy, original
0: yeah. original uh, Dragon Ball, and it's really like it's funny, like it, and you have to, you cannot have a brain in this era of like there's some insulting shit in there, and just oh sure. you have yeah. to just look past it, I, and I'm not one to defend shit like that, but it's like different culture, forty fucking years ago, you know, well just can it's not you don't have to make an excuse for it, just contextualize it, yeah, but. Know. There's some stuff that's so fucking offensive in it, but it's offensive if it was an American show. Like, there's there's some, um, to put it politely, vaudevillian uh, ways of de- depicting black people. Oh, are you talking about that one character? Mr. Popo? That is one of them. <laughs> yeah. But Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, the original one, has an entire character that speaks that's bad. But they're not a country that has the history that we do that. It's like, that's just like kind of casual racism for them. It's not like, Oh, we used to own you racism. Uh, So yeah, I've been watching that. And I, uh, so I've been on this Dragon ball kick and I've been watching Dragon ball uh, super, which I never, never really watched a ton of. And there's uh, two characters in there that I just adore. They, they meet a, uh, a destroyer God. um, And, and he's fine. uh, Lord Beerus. He's like a cat that can literally kill anything in the universe. And Mm. Goku's obsessed with trying to make him fight him. And it's whatever. Who cares? But he's got a sidekick called Whis, who is an angel. And his entire character, he's like this very soft-spoken butler kind of character. But he's obsessed with food. And it's just, they're really, I don't know, I I hate to say this, but they're charismatic as as Mm. cartoon characters. So, like, it's this, the most powerful thing in the universe and an angel that's technically more powerful than him. And they just, like, they win a fight one time because Bulma gives them a bunch of ramen because they've never had ramen before. Like, literally, oh. they save the Earth because of how delicious the food is. And it's just, like, this delightful, like, I don't know, it's... it's it's a very uh, a fun, upbeat kind of cartoon world that I've been mm-hmm. enjoying being in that I normally wouldn't bring up, but apparently I've already talked about Pluto. <laughs> That's the only thing of quality <laughs> that, I've, that I've watched recently. Yeah, like I,
1: I, I was kind of fretting about that because I haven't, between watching, getting caught up on House of Usher and, and other stuff, like I, I just haven't had a whole lot of time. And so I've just been watching DS9 Fuck uh, yeah. again, which is still, still good. And uh, uh, you can listen to I'm very excited. Like, I, I hope that Green Shirt, our, our our friends over at Green Shirt, uh, they're just doing like a DS9 like little short chunks about the first. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope they the as the series progresses, they they do, they maybe branch off and do like bigger. they the they're way, wrapping up on the on on the seasons for that for TNG. So.
0: So I've, I the only time I was I was on that show once, and the only time I was ever invited there, because I bitched about it a lot on this show that I wanted to go mm-hmm. on. I'd say I just if anybody in Green Shirt's is listening. The only Star Trek I actually like is DS9. I've watched that show like four times in oh, its completeness. Yeah, I love that show. So if you ever need a fucking nerdy guy that makes dick jokes on your show to talk about it, I'm putting my name in the hat.
1: Yeah, no, they, if, if they do, that was just a long way for me to go. Like, if they do, to, I would love to be on that show and talk about it. But uh, actually, John Bolds from, from Green Shirt had, had mentioned uh, wanting to come on the podcast at some point, so... We should have him on. Oh, that's he's a, he's a, a lovely fellow. And uh, yeah, yeah. Some, some good things to say. Uh, yes. Probably not about Saltburn though, because there's nothing good to say about Saltburn. No. Like I feel, I feel bad for how short this episode is going to be, but at the same time, it's like no, we're I fine. Don't have there, this movie is nothing. There's nothing insightful about this movie, so it's hard to be insightful about this. We movie. are we're 53 minutes
0: in right now. I'll just I'll do a light suisson of editing, <laughs> and we'll, we'll call it on. Um, yes, let's have that person on. That's great, but only under. It, it, like sign a contract both of us not at the same time need to be invited onto a discussion about ds 9
1: okay me first obviously uh yeah soften, i mean like, yeah yeah no no, know. no they, they advertise put... before before the main course, no,
0: yeah no right. exactly yeah i was gonna say yeah because you want that thing of like lower listenership into more listenership into, at the yeah. top yeah
1: you're like ooh.
0: nothing nothing brings in download numbers like alex yeah <laughs> 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 the host of two
1: failing Man, shows <laughs> if you liked john yeah. way do you get a load of ellie if you like mediocrity starting in 2010 boy howdy <laughs> dude i would kill for some like we're not even at mediocrity <laughs> like i'm i would kill for some mediocrity no you know we are
0: uh and not my cut this who knows but the average uh podcast gets less than five downloads
1: i know that's so wild to me because because like so i uh the the this we heard a bit like uh my co-host that shared the numbers with me and like we're somehow in the top 50% and I'm like, so does that just mean that there's like, does that include shows that that have stopped existing, but are still on your network that just. All right. So for next week, we are going to continue our trend of uh, a possibly terrible person doing possibly terrible things. I don't know. I haven't seen this movie yet. Um, Under the Silver Lake with Andrew Garfield, uh, Topher Grace, Riley Keough and uh, Ricky Lindholm. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. It's, direct- it's by the uh, director of It Follows, uh, David Robert Mitchell, uh, which is a movie I really liked. I know some people didn't, but I really liked that one. And uh, I know it's about a uh, guy gets involved in a mystery and there's conspiracies and everything is not what it seems. Or is it? No? Yes. Perhaps. Absolutely. Maybe. Point of order. Could be. Therefore? Perhaps. In this economy? I already... Economy? Perhaps. I already play, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> uh but yeah so uh tune in a couple weeks uh hopefully we'll have we'll like it hopefully we'll like it better and uh but i i would have to guess there's going to be more to talk about than yeah i want
0: to like it better or hate it more uh i'm 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 salty over saltburn uh yes i we will see you uh in a fortnight oh good evening goodbye